Hi, I'm Tony Gargan and welcome to the Presenting, Pitching and Public Speaking podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to focus on how to get speaking gigs. It's asked so often when I'm face-to-face at events, okay, now that I've got some skills, how do I actually get out there and get um, some speaking gigs? But also it's asked on the Facebook post, the LinkedIn post, when I've put some messages out there saying, what would you like me to cover? So that's what I'm going to focus on today. I've done 20 individual tips on how to get speaking gigs and how to get good at what you're doing. But I think it's really, really important to focus on, first of all, the fact that I've reiterated in the past the different types of speaking gigs that there are. So let's recap those first of all. We have our free speaking gigs Now, these are really, really good to get yourself known. Ideal scenario is that you jump straight into your market or niche, you become a professional speaker in that area, and then you just get paid, you know, huge tons of money from the start. But quite often, people don't know who you are yet. You need to get your brand out there. You need to promote yourself. So free gigs are a great way for you to start building your brand, for people to start knowing who you are and become known within your niche as the go-to expert. Not only that, but it gives you the opportunity to test new speeches, new pitches, new angles on your delivery in the smaller free gigs before you go out there and and promote yourself a little bit more. The next level is the keynote speaker level. And this is a great way and you, you need to charge money for your keynote speeches because if you value what you're bringing to the table, other people will too. So keynote speeches, maybe a short 30 minute keynote speech, 20, 30 minutes, anywhere up to a 90 minute two, three-hour keynote speech. So if you think of some of the best orators in the world, quite often they'll be paid for keynote speeches where they'll come, they'll deliver, and then they'll go. Maybe they'll do a Q&A at the end of it. It's a great way for you to build a big brand and also a great way for you to earn huge sums of money by being a keynote speaker. Now, the advice that I was given from the very start by my mentor, Rob Moore, was that you shouldn't be charging anything less than £1,500 for a speaking gig. Now, I know this caveats the free gigs element. However, if you've got a keynote fee and your promotion talks about it, your website, your branding, everywhere that people can access you as a speaker promotes that your fee is £1,500 as a minimum, then you can actually waive the fee or reduce the fee. We'll touch upon that a little bit later on. So that's the keynote speech. And then we've got the sales speech. Now, the sales speech is one of the most lucrative types of speeches that you can do. So if you've got a product or a service that you're looking to promote, whether that be yours or somebody else's and you fee split, it's a great way for you to earn money and build your brand. So one of the elements that I do and that I earn substantial amounts of money for is for the sales speeches where you're selling a product or a service that you truly believe in and you split the fees either with your promoter or you promote it yourself and you run your own event. So that's the sales speech. And finally, you have the delivery speech. Now, this is where maybe you run your own events and people have paid to come and see you as the individual speaker with, you know, the expert within your niche. They'll pay a fee to come and speak, see you speak you deliver, there's no sale at the end necessarily, there's no additional promotion, people have paid their entrance fee and that's where you earn your money. Now there is no right or wrong answer to any of these but I'll give you a brief introduction into the the route I took in speaking and how I've gone from stage one in the free speeches, now I did this at networking events, I promoted myself online, I took basically any opportunity to speak that I possibly could, I travelled the UK for it, I've done a lot of driving a lot of train journeys, spent huge amounts of time getting to and from the gigs. And sometimes they were really big gigs with a lot of people. And other times they've been kind of four or five people who've turned up. And this is a great way to build your confidence, to build your niche, to practice your art form. 
um, and you'll do it for free initially. Thereafter, after the free speeches, I actually moved straight into the sales speech. And I did this because I used other people's platforms. So many of you will know me from the progressive property world or the unlimited success world. And they are the two formats. Now for me, I don't want to run my own events. I don't want to market and put bums on seats. And I found the easiest route for me to create that win-win situation was to be a speaker on behalf of somebody else, progressive property and unlimited success, selling products and services that I've utilized, I've gained great benefit from, and therefore I'm congruent and authentic and comfortable to be able to stand on the stage and deliver those products or services in a sales environment. And that's the route that I took. Have done some keynote speeches in some of the events that we've partnered up with, like our Women Building Wealth event that we did a few years ago, myself and some of my colleagues in the speaking world. But the main route that I've taken is actually the sales event. I've also done some delivery events. So there's no one size fits all. It's not you have to do one style of event and one style of event only. So have a little idea from the start what route you're going to take, even if your aim is for the highly paid keynote speeches or delivery speeches or sales speeches, quite often starting with a a free speech to get known can work in your favour. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to deep dive into each of these individual points. And point one is to have your own main strategy or subject that you're known for. So it may be that you've got expertise in a number of different areas, maybe three or four different areas. You've got one huge niche that can be broken down. So you've got the umbrella niche and you can break it down into individual sections. It's great to have those tools in your tool belt and have different speeches, but you need to get known for one speech, one market, one niche, one field, first of all. You can bring in the other niches later down the line, but you've got to be known for one, first of all. You practice that, you perfect it. You get it to become your statement speech, your most commonly heard about speech and the one that you've done the most. And obviously it becomes practice, becomes your your best friend because the more you deliver it, the more comfortable you get with it, the more slick you get, the better reviews you get. So it works in your favour. So tip one is to have a main strategy or a main niche that you're known for. So for me, initially it was property. It was starting out in property joint ventures and how to get started from a standing start. Now you might have a completely different niche and maybe your niche is medicine. Maybe your niche is marketing, taking one small section of that one small angle and creating one speech around that first of all is your best option. I know many speakers who've been part of the huge multi-circuit, multi-speaker circuit for a long time and they're still doing the same speech that they've been doing for the last 10 or 15 years. And that's actually a great way to do it because then they get known for that one style of speech, that one niche, that one brand. And it can it, all you need is one. You can bring in more later down the line should you choose to, but all you actually need is one. And that leads into point two, which is you've got to create your brand. Now, we covered this in episode 15. So if you jumped in straight at episode 16, go back one to episode 15. We cover this in detail. How to get your name out there, how to ensure that people know of you as the expert in your field. So you've got to have a brand that people are aware of. You want people to think of you. You want your audience to think of you whenever that niche, that field, that level of expertise is mentioned, whether, as I say, that's medicine or that's journalism or that's public speaking or that's property or whatever it is, you want to be the go-to person in that area. And there are a number of different ways that you can do this. So you need to promote yourself. 
to promoting yourself. I've talked about this in previous episodes, using social media, it's your best friend. So doing things like using Facebook, doing Facebook lives, doing videos, showcasing your speaking skills, mentioning in those speaker videos, whether that's just content based, but mentioning in there that you are a public speaker within that field, that you're doing gigs. If you've got any gigs booked in, make sure people are aware of it, whether that's a free event, a keynote event or a sales or delivery event and using social media as your friend to help you create that brand and get known. Now, LinkedIn is really good if you're in a business format, so you can promote what you do on there. So having it in your biography at the start, having any kind of tools that you've got. So if you've done any, if you're an author, if you've done any blog posts, having links to that so people can find out as much information about you as possible, even before they've met you. So having that brand is absolutely key and social media can be your best friend with that. So remember Facebook lives, videos on Facebook, videos on LinkedIn, using Instagram. So you can use Instagram hashtags to ensure that they include your speaker skill. So if you search for how many um, hits there are on hashtag public speaking, you put some of the bigger hashtags in there as well. So hashtag public speaking, hashtag entrepreneur, and then the smaller ones that are more related to your specific field. So if I was to put hashtag property on one of my Instagram posts, it would reach masses of audiences. However, if you want to be known for a specific niche, so it might be hashtag property finance, hashtag joint ventures. So looking at those opportunities for you to create wider avenues and then narrow it down. So using Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, Snapchat, every different type of social media that you can. So that will help you to build your brand. Not only that, but you want to get known in your local networking events. So this is exactly how I kind of created a bit more of a brand for myself while using social media to promote myself. I'd also started speaking at local networking events. Actually, some of them weren't even that local to me. So the first speaker event, sorry, the first property event that I spoke at, which was my first kind of delivery opportunity, it was a free gig. I need to do a little shout out to Simone Whitfield, who gave me my opportunity to speak at her PPN in Telford. And there must have been about 12, 13 people there in the audience. So she had a a really core base of people who came every single month to a networking event. And I spoke there free of charge. It's about an hour and a half drive from where I live in Liverpool. So I'd had to invest an hour and a half driving time there and back within one evening for delivery time. So 20 minutes, I think I did for the first speech. Um, The time to network beforehand and afterwards the cost that you've paid out for your fuel, for your accommodation, for your food, whatever that might be, they were means to an end for me. I didn't just do one speaker gig. I've done a number of different speaker gigs for free on the networking circuit. That definitely helped me to build a brand. And you can do that too. Now, I've obviously done it in the the property space. But if you even just literally get online, you Google local networking events for whatever that niche is that you're focusing on and start attending them. Not just attend them once or twice, but start attending them regularly. So you can kind of make yourself known by the people who attend, but also make a beeline for the organisers, for that host of the event or the organisers. Make sure you're the first one there to shake their hand, to tell them that you've enjoyed the event and let them know that you are a speaker and you are available for gigs. It's a great way for you to kind of build that brand with them and start creating those relationships that takes me on to the next point whereby you build on your relationships with the promoters and not just that, but keep going. Now, it may be that you're quite lucky. You tell people, you know, I'm a, a public speaker in X niche. 
the, the local event that you're at. And I'm happy to do any free speaking gigs just to kind of help you out if you ever have uh, anyone who drops out at the last minute or you need some support. You might get a gig first time, but it's probably unlikely. You need to kind of build your brand a little bit more, build your relationships with those promoters so that the important point to note on this is to keep going. Ensure they know who you are. Ensure that you have mind space with them, but keep going, whether that's face-to-face at the networking events or whether it's via email, whether you've um, got a business card for them or you're contacting them on their social media page for the networking event, stick at it. Put a diary reminder in to contact them every two weeks, every four weeks, every six weeks, every eight weeks, depending on how well you know them. And just keep making sure that they know you're available for gigs because there will come a time where they need some support, they need some help, and you are there to do it. So don't just look at the big, huge events in your area. Look at the lesser-known events as well. Now, these could be local events, or you might be willing to travel for them. So using things like Google searches and typing in your niche and networking events, looking on Eventbrite. Quite often people will do kinds of smaller gigs on Eventbrite. So even if there's only one or two people at those gigs, that is a great opportunity for you to practice your speeches, to perfect them and to get known because you never know who's in the audience. There may be five, six people in an audience, but one of those people could be your next promoter, could be your next joint venture partner, could be the next person to give you access to more speaker gigs. So practice, prepare and deliver For the event, whether there is one person there or a thousand people there, you deliver like it is your very best gig that you've prepared for. And that leads leads me on to the next point, which is to always be ready. Have your presentations ready on a USB stick that you carry around with you absolutely everywhere you go. If you've got a presentation equipment, your own mics, your own projectors, making sure that when you go to your events, you have them with you. And the reason I say this is a good friend of mine, Ray McLennan, who is a phenomenal speaker. He did exactly that. He used to carry his presentation around on a USB. He used to have his presentation equipment with with him in his car. He'd gone along to an event and the speaker, through no fault of their own, was unable to attend the event. I don't know whether they'd had an accident or whether they'd not been able to make it for whatever reason. And the fact that Ray was ready, had his presentation that he practiced, not for a specific event, but in general, which is something I've definitely hammered home on previous episodes of the podcast is to just practice and always be ready. The fact that he had his USB stick with his presentation on, he was able to deliver his speech. Now, this was a 90-minute speech that he had prepared as his kind of stock speech, which was a delivery and sales speech, promoting a product and service. And the event organisers, he'd stepped in at the last minute. So by the way, he was the hero for this event. He stepped in at the last minute. He saved them when they've promoted another speaker. People have travelled distances to go to that event. So he's really helped the event organiser out. And I'm sure you will agree that's definitely going to help him in future. If they ever need another speaker, they'll call upon him. Not only that, but um, the fact that he was able to condense down his speech. So a 90-minute speech, being able to condense it down to an hour. So his plan was, I'll take my full speech. I'll cut the sale out at the end. I'm not going to sell a product or service and I'm just going to deliver good value content for that hour. And that was his intention and that was definitely what he achieved. However, he also achieved sales as a result of it. So without even doing a sale, because if you've prepared, if you've practiced, if you're speaking with volition, if you're talking about your career, your niche, your products, your services, even if you're not doing it in a sales environment, it can have ongoing positive effects and in this instance for Ray it was selling products and services that he hadn't even sold so the selling without selling now Ray is an 
awesome speaker. I know that he can jump up and deliver, whether it be a 10-minute speech or an hour-long or two-day speech at the drop of a hat because he's so well-polished. And that's because he's got a great understanding of his market and his niche. He delivers with authenticity. He delivers congruently to those audiences. And he's really, really good at what he does. That comes through practice and through repetition, which is definitely, again, something I've hammered home. So make sure you're building your relationships with your promoters. Ensure they know what your niches and your market is and ensure that you are always ready to take on a gig at the drop of a hat. It worked for Ray McLennan. It can definitely work for you too. So we've talked about promoting yourself, but also you can ask for other people to promote you too. So your friends, your family members, other people within your niche. And there's a number of ways you can do this. So if you've done a Facebook video, you can ask other people to share it. If you think this is going to be a benefit to anybody else, please share it on your page great way to get a wider reach using hashtags to get a reach as well. So asking other people to share your posts, your videos, your articles, you can have your friends, your family members, or you can just put a little kind of plea at the end of your delivery, whether it's a a written content or whether it's spoken format to say, if this has been useful, if you think other people will benefit from it, please share on your own pages. Great way for you to, to build your brand a little bit more. So those um, recommendations, not only that, but referrals. So if you've delivered, so for example, Ray McLennan delivered that speaking gig at the drop of a hat, you know, very short notice, prepared, ready to do it, delivered a great speech. He's well within his right hand to ask those promoters, if you enjoyed my speech, if you think it'd be beneficial for other events, please make sure that you refer me to your other organisers, promoters, event organisers. Now, you can do that on a paid basis. So you can do a referral scheme. So it might be that, in, you know, 10% of any revenue, I'll refer back to you. So you can do it on a paid basis or you can do it on a just because you like me and because if it's been a benefit to you basis. So referrals work really, really well also. Not only that, but testimonials. So it's always great to be able to capture whether it's a written testimonial or a video recorded testimonial. If you've delivered a speech whether that be, as I say, a free gig or a paid gig, and you speak to the event organisers afterwards, which which I would advise that everybody does, to say, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity. hope it's been useful for you. And if it has been, so when people say to you, yes, it was a great speech, or I'm really grateful that you stepped in at the last minute, or whatever their, their praise is, always ask the question, please, would you mind putting that on paper for me? Or would you mind if we do a quick video or if we take a quick testimonial to add it to my speaker reel to start promoting myself further? Because I'd love to help out other event organisers. Testimonials can definitely help. And in the next episode, I'm going to show you how to give and receive testimonials. So testimonials can definitely work in your favour. So you also need to follow a system. So it might be that you start with the free gigs, then go to the paid gigs, as I said, you can do a free gig, um, you can do a paid gig, but you waive the fee for whatever the, the brand is or whatever the reasoning is behind it. But people need to know that you exist. So in addition to your own brand and you've got to have a website or you've got to have some promotional materials whereby people know that you are a paid keynote speaker or a sales speaker or a delivery speaker. So people know that is your set fee. Now, it's easier for you to waive your fee than for you to start free and then start building up your your speaker fee. So a great thing that you can do is start from, you know, set up from the start that your speaker fee is X amount of money, £500, £1,000, £40,000, whatever it might be, but that you have the opportunity then to waive the fee if there's a particular reason that you choose to. So I'm still quite new to this. 
practicing a new speech, which I've never delivered before. So I'm more than happy to waive the speaking free. It's a great way for you to still be known in your niche, still create those paid speaking gigs, but also you can do the free ones should you choose to. Another way that you can promote yourself is to publish articles and blogs or take it one step further and do a book or an ebook. Because if people find your articles online, so if people are searching, you know, make sure that you are known within your niche so that your Facebook profiles, your LinkedIn profiles, all of your social media states exactly what you do. Public speaker, motivational speaker, inspirational speaker, whatever it might be, and your niche. And also have a website that identifies you as a speaker within those areas. So if people do searches, they find you. Now, you can definitely speak at free events. So I know a lot of um, speakers within my circle right now are doing kind of going back to their schools or their colleges that they studied at, which is a great way of giving back, supporting your local communities and also getting yourself out there. You never know who is in that audience. So speak at schools, speak at colleges, universities, talk to local companies and offer your services, whether that be free or paid, to get your brand and get your marketing out there. Now, you have a number of different routes that you can do this. So you can speak at other people's gigs or you can you can set up your own gigs, whether that be a small, intimate networking event or whether that be a delivery event. So a good friend of mine, Vicky, set up her own event because she wanted to promote herself in a particular way. She's got fabulous knowledge of her area. She's a property speaker. She's got an awesome knowledge of her area. So rather than going out to other speakers and going out to other events, she decided to just set up small intimate events of her own, which she started quite small and now they've grown and grown and she's had to increase her prices. So she started, you know, relatively low ticket price and she's had to increase because the demand has increased so using things like eventbrite using your own website to promote your your speaker skills and linking all of the other things that i've put in there previously being known for one strategy having a brand out there getting referrals having your friends and family promote you as well that's been really successful for vicky and it can it can be for you too so if you want to do your own events that's absolutely fine if you want to speak at other people's events then find your route So for me, that was progressive property and unlimited success. I knew I wanted to reach wide target audiences. I knew I didn't want for my benefit. I'm I'm quite busy in terms of what I do and I love what I do, but I don't want to run my own events. So you can leverage other people's events, get known for your market, get known for your niche and put yourself out there. So there are just a few tips on how you can get speaker gigs. I'll do a quick summary and recap. So be known for one main subject or one main niche. Have one specific speech that you get known for first before you bring in more speeches. So perfect that one niche. It can be part of an umbrella of niches, but perfect that one speech first. Create your brand. We've covered it in previous episodes. Get your name out there. So get yourself known at local networking events, being the attendee, making sure that you make a beeline for the organisers and make sure they know who you are. Look at some of the lesser known events. So as well as those big events, those big conferences, go to the small lesser known local events. Look on Google searches, Eventbrite, look at your local market and start attending those smaller events. Make a beeline for the organisers. Make sure they're aware that you are a speaker in your niche as well. Always be ready. Have a USB stick, some presentation opportunities, a projector if that's what you need. Keep it with you at all times and make sure people are aware that you can step in at short notice just like Ray McLennan did. Promote yourself. So not just having a brand, but promoting yourself, whether that's business cards, whether that's banners, whether that's your website, telling people that you are a speaker within your area. 
not only that, but ask your friends, your family to promote you also and ask for previous uh, beneficiaries of your speaking gigs. So those at the free gigs, those at the paid gigs, those who've attended your events to promote you also. Get good testimonials where you've given a great speech. Ask for people's feedback in a written format or a video format and ask for permission to share that on your marketing materials to build even more of a following. Look at your industry, look at the associations within your field and your niche and attend every conference, every event, every networking gig you possibly can to offer out the free gigs, the paid gigs, the keynote speeches, the delivery speeches and the sales speeches. Make sure people know exactly what it is that you can offer. Put yourself in front of other promoters. Be good at what you do and get noticed. It is that simple. Make sure that the promoters know who you are. So whether that's through social media, through networking events, using really good hashtags on all of your social media posts and building relationships with those promoters. Remember, keep going. It's unlikely you'll get a gig from the first time you've met a promoter. However, Contact them every eight weeks, every six weeks, every two weeks, just checking in Facebook messages, text messages, emails, just letting you know that these are the gigs that I've done previously. These are my testimonials, having a showreel that people can see. Referrals really work in your favor. Make sure that you've got some content out there. So again, as well as your social media, publishing articles or blogs around your speaking niche. So when people do searches, the SEO means they come directly to your blog posts, your articles, Always put a call to action on there. Let people know that if they're looking for speakers at their gigs, you're ready and available to do it. Offer to do some free gigs. So your schools, your colleges, universities, local companies, local enterprise for you to promote yourself, build your brand and get yourself out there. Choose your route. Put on your own events or speak at other people's events or do a mix of the two. doesn't matter what your route is as long as people know that you are available for those gigs. And the final point I would say is to get some speaker training because the more comfortable you are speaking quite often. So my first speaking gig came from me attending the Expert Speaker Revolution course. It's a five-day course that Unlimited Success train. I, at that event, said, I'm here, I want speaking gigs. And there was, coincidentally, a lady who was a network event host in the room. She said, I'd love you to speak at my networking event. And that was Simone Whitfield. And literally a month later, I was on her stage. And that was the start of me absolutely accelerating my journey forward. So get yourself some skills in speaking, start promoting yourself, start getting your brand out there and start getting those gigs booked now. Even if you don't feel like you're ready, book one in and then prep like a madman or madwoman to get your gig to be the best one because people in that room will see what you're doing, know how awesome you are in your niche and you'll start building a bigger brand. So get yourself out there, go and get some speaker gigs and please make sure you let me know how well you get on. Um, I'd love to hear back from you. This has been the Presenting, Pitching and Public Speaking podcast. Thank you for listening and I'll see you in the next episode.